What's up, everybody? It's your boy Damien. And yo, girl Christy K. Hey. <laughs> Coming at you with another episode of Underwater. Yes. Podcast where we give you helpful tips, tricks, advice, motivation, all the good stuff to help keep your business afloat. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> I'm so glad we're doing this. Yes. <laughs> Same. So, um, <laughs> Christy, well, you know what? How are you doing? Oh, man. I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. Real life. Real life. No, it's been, I mean, as the days continue to go on, mm-hmm. I've become nocturnal. Oh, wow. I really don't want to be nocturnal, but I am. No. I like go to sleep at like 3, 4 in the morning. Golly. And then wake up at like 10, 10 11 in the Oh, morning. my gosh. I don't know why. That's wild. I know. I need I to mean, fix it. Some days I'll wake up a little bit later, but generally, I mean, I have to wake up. I have to be up for at 7.30 for the project that I'm on. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah. But, um, wow, <laughs> it sounds like your sleep schedule is, is declining. Yeah, well, because most of the stuff that I do is, like, editing base mm-hmm. or if i'm building like a scope of work or something like i don't have a particular time when i need to do that mm-hmm. and so yeah i've even had like meetings with another agency that i've worked with at like eight eight o'clock at night oh. it's like a two-hour meeting gosh I'm just, like, i just i just want to get off the phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then i can't because i need to edit uh it's just a, a terrible cycle i hear you well we're back you know once yes. again with another great episode. And uh, Chrissy, what are we talking about today? Yes, so if you guys are tuning in uh, once again, our last podcast, we actually delved into apps and hacks. I think that was probably the most helpful podcast Mm -hmm. that I've been an honor to be a part of because I've only been a part of one podcast, and that's this one. (laughs) We we dropped some really great nuggets in that one, not going to lie. Check it out. Yeah, I've actually recommended it to like a couple people too Mm -hmm. who are already asking me questions about the stuff that i use Mm -hmm. and so that's awesome yeah so in that podcast we did mention a lot about the relationships of marketing and sales Mm -hmm. and that's truly what we're going to dive in deeper today yes more in relation to uh, digital marketing Mm -hmm. and you know having websites built to sale and how your website works in conjunction with every other platform that you may be on absolutely uh, we're going to talk about the stages that uh, your marketing needs to be at. If you know, if you're at this part of the sales funnel, uh, what your website needs to look like. You know, if you are in different variations and stages of whatever your, you know, whatever your industry you know, of yeah, choices. Yeah, whatever your industry of choices. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah. I'm let's, pretty excited. Well, where should we start? Gosh, I'm super is... excited because. You, and I mentioned this in the last podcast too, Uh like you know a lot about, I feel, website and that kind of marketing, like SEO, uh, (laughs) PPC, SEM, I always say SME, but it's SME, it's SEM. I don't know what SME is. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) But uh, no, like you're really well like versed in all that. And although I love marketing and I understand like that importance, I've never actually really done it mm-hmm. at a really vast capacity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've built websites before, but it's always template based, um, which is, you know, those are all super really, you know, helpful mm-hmm. platforms and softwares that you anyone can truly use and build mm-hmm. a website for. So that's part of the stuff that we'll be sharing today. Yeah. But there's little, you know, things that you can do within those platforms that help you increase your, you know, search engine optimization. Right. So, I mean, I guess we can start off with some of the stuff that we've done. Right. When it comes to, you know, websites and our understanding of its relationship Mm -hmm. with everything else. Right. I mean, how I've always pictured Mm -hmm. it is, like, I see platforms Uh and social networking much like a spider web when you're a business and you do any kind of like if you're retail or service you're trying to generate leads Mm -hmm. correct right and ultimately your instagram your facebook you know your google business Mm -hmm. or any other platforms you're on are the you know outskirts of the spider web right and it all trickles down into Mm -hmm. your website Mm -hmm. that's the last thing a potential lead sees before right. deciding to book an appointment. Right. Get a quote. Exactly. Okay. Or purchase something. Yes. Is that like an okay that, analogy? I mean that that's it's not inaccurate. That's for okay. sure. No, that's it's yeah, it's that's on point. Um I think when I think 
the great thing is like I don't have like an exorbitant crazy you know unfathomable amount of knowledge when it comes to marketing sales Mm -hmm. not at all like I have knowledge that anybody can acquire, like mm-hmm. literally anyone can acquire. It's just people based. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. people based, but behavior. Then, yeah, it's it. You know, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of um, you know, learning actual platforms and how they work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess a great place to start would be let's let's start with somebody. Let's do like little scenarios, right? So yeah. scenario one, we'll start off with like you have a concept in your head, a, mm-hmm. an idea that you want to bring to life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have a website for it. You're mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know what, I, you know, I don't know how to market any of this. You know, I'm selling my jam, you know, my jam at home, making my jam, and I don't know how to sell it. My you know? pickled pears. Pickled, pi- <laughs> pickled pears. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so you're, sell, you, you're selling your pickled pears, <laughs> and uh, you're like, man, I, you know, it would be great to have a website where I can give people information about this. Yeah. They can contact me. Mm-hmm. And then also, if uh, if I want to, I can actually sell through my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll start off with that, right? Okay. So in order to start, you are going to, before you can even get a website, mm-hmm. you need to host that website. Yeah. And you're going to need a hosting service. So generally, what like what we we did with the down market website is mm-hmm. we actually just got a like a domain at first. I think it, what what was happening before before we we put our hands in it, you know, <laughs> was um, it was being hosted by GoDaddy, mm-hmm. um, and then we decided to get buy a domain from Google. Interesting, I didn't know we you, did that. You don't remember that? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> well. What, for the down market? Yeah. I, mean, okay, I remember, okay, we had mm-hmm. the down market .net. Yes. And both of us were like, we, we need, need a dot .com. <laughs> right. We need a .com. We need a .com. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I, I remember, there's a couple of hosting, mm-hmm. and, and maybe maybe you can provide a, be- a better explanation of what like a hosting service right. is. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy domains off of this, or it, it's more of... Yeah, you can do both of those things. You know, if you yeah. want a domain from your hosting service, you could do that. So I bought my domain... Uh, for a website that I've used for uh, Bigger Than Up, I bought that through uh, Bluehost. Mm-hmm. So they would both host my website content and everything that's on my website, they'll host it on their servers, but then they also sold me a really cheap domain. I think it yeah. was like, or I think with the package that I got, got like, fr- like a free domain. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I think mine, because I have a website mm-hmm. that, I have a website that I probably could use a lot more, but mm-hmm. I have it there as a freelancer just in case I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I have it hosting. I think I did it all through Squarespace. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bought the domain there, built the website, made it live there, and like I just Squarespace is right to go to. Awesome. So it when it comes down to it nowadays, you don't have to make websites complicated at all. No. Like it's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's been easy for like the last... 10 years basically yeah it's been pretty easy so um you but but you know a lot of people don't know that they don't they they, they might think it's a little bit more complicated no like you could you know give this to kids in class and you know in kindergarten they'd figure it out honestly it's that easy now yeah um, honestly you'd have to give your kindergartner uh, a credit card yeah. or a debit card <laughs> that might, with, the, might not be, might the, not best be idea. the best idea so <laughs> don't 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 run an experiment or anything um but yeah it's really easy all you need is that hosting service like i said bluehost is pretty good um what they're I, pretty cheap uh, yeah i think website hosting and just website building has become so affordable yeah it's which is insane. super cheap like, i super think cheap. i mean like as a person who uses Squarespace, they mm-hmm. have a lot of discounts and like coupons and things like that if you mm-hmm. use any promo codes. But not only that, but they give you an option whether you want to do it monthly, like a monthly right. subscription, mm-hmm. or one time. Right. And even then, I mean, granted, two hundred and something dollars might be a lot for mm-hmm. a one time go for, especially a startup company. Absolutely. Uh, especially yeah. if it's a side hustle. But how much is forty bucks a month? Thirty not, bucks not a, a lot. That's yeah, not a lot. and like with, with Bluehost, I was paying literally three dollars a month. Oh wow! So it came out to I think it came out to like with altogether it came out to like about eighty dollars for three years. Wow! Three years to host on their platform. That's crazy. Yo, it was dope. I was like, I just got the notification the other day that like I need to renew it, and I was like, wow, three years later. It's like thanks. It's like asterisk. <laughs> Uh, payments might vary. Like, right, like we, yeah. this has been a while since we've right we exactly gone in and double checked anything because right. as these platforms get more popular, mm-hmm. so they could increase in price. But I know that for a fact, like they typically be- between the amount of like ten to fifty, and mm-hmm. they don't normally 
surpass that. Right, exactly. It's never going to be that. And there's different different hosts offer different services, you know, like uh, like content protection or like mm-hmm. security, or they might have their own apps and things that you can use as part of your, like plugins for your website. Um, so it, it just depends. Like Bluehost had like their whole WordPress um, like suite that they did. Yeah, that So was it was cool. really easy for me to like set up everything. So let's name some hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, GoDaddy's one. Yes. Um, there's uh, Bluehost, as, Bluehost, as mentioned. Um, WordPress as well. WordPress does hosting. It was so funny because, yeah, I don't really know a lot of hosts, to be honest. Like In Squarespace. I mean, most most hosting servers also have, you know, make websites on them, Right. Too. Like, they'll have, like, builders and things. Like, mm-hmm. like, with, like with Squarespace, they have their own. Like, yeah. You don't have to go through anybody else. Not only that, but you can, you can buy, a dom- buy a domain on something and mm-hmm. then transfer it to another host easily. Right. So, like, yeah, uh, or another, like, website builder. So, for example, I, I could buy a domain on GoDaddy, and I can transfer that domain to Squarespace and build mm-hmm. a website on there. Right. Or with, like, how we, you know, I don't, <laughs> we did that thing with Google, but I don't know if you remember. But mm-hmm. we bought the domain with Google, and then we transferred it to the hosting service, which is GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was, like, super easy. Um, but, yeah, those are some of the, you know, your options. And honestly, like, just look up what's good for you. You know, um, you can compare prices. There's not, like... There's a there's a bunch of options, but generally people will just go with like the top three. You yeah. Know? So I think what truly makes or break mm-hmm. a website mm-hmm. is the content that's on it. Absolutely. And the layout. Yes. I know Absolutely. that like using Squarespace, they they'll actually ask you questions on what kind of business you are, and mm-hmm. then they'll recommend layouts that they've seen as most successful for that industry. Mm-hmm. So you'll see some that are for surfaces, and there'll be like an example of like a gym, and it shows classes, mm-hmm. or there's some for retail that's like uh, for like specific products like jewelry, and mm-hmm. then they'll have accommodating layouts so it's easy for you to just switch out content. Mm-hmm. And then verbiage, and then it, you know, may- maybe change some color screen, update your logo, and then you're good to go. Right. And yeah. I think that's amazing. I, I think that's the cool thing about Squarespace is like they, you can make it look really nice by basically doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like they have everything laid out for you. Now, if you want to, you know, make a lot more changes or add customization, you know, customization, that's where it gets hard with something like Squarespace. Um, I think it was like something like 30% of the world's. Uh, websites are built on WordPress or mm-hmm. some like what some statistic that they had. There's a lot. Most of the websites that you'll come across on the internet are built on on WordPress. Most of them. Um, Wix is on the come up. Wix is on the come. Up. I saw them. They mm-hmm. you know they look. They're like oh you thought we done weird websites. <laughs> I was like yeah y'all have been y'all just switched up just now. <laughs> I don't really like Wix. Um, <laughs> if you can tell. <laughs> They are just frustrating. Them and Weebly. Um, it, it's just they, they were in a time where people were looking for the next quick solution to like fast built websites. And uh, they, you know, Squarespace just kind of came in and was like, nah, fam, I got this. <laughs> you know, and everybody else is just kind of a little bit, you know, a little bit frustrating. But um, they are changing, you know, Wix is changing it up a lot. Um, if you are adventurous and you, uh, you might, you know, might even have a, a, a bit of coding knowledge. Uh, WordPress, absolutely WordPress. It's, you know, the Word, WordPress websites are what I've worked on the most. Um, they're they're just so customizable, uh, and you don't, you know, there's so many plugins that, like to do different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can build an entire forum. You can have your e-commerce is really, you know, it's really easy to do with WordPress. Uh, there's just a lot of features of a website that are great uh, that you know are just standard standard parts of WordPress. It's like the it's like the Walmart of websites. <laughs> they just have everything there. You know, um, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's frustrating, um, but uh, they have everything for sure. So you can always figure out what you need to do um, if you want to just build something really simple and quick. You know, you can also do that. Yeah, well. me, I think. You used WordPress a lot, and mm-hmm. I think that was the first thing that we talked about when we right. first like connected as yeah. individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, I used Squarespace. I could just built my parents' website on Squarespace. They're mm-hmm. an AC company, mm-hmm. and so I took the gym one 
because it's services and then i redid it uh-huh. and i created all of their their media graphics nice. i actually put a campaign and i want so badly to push it but it's bordering the line between do i take this seriously or is this, <laughs> is this a spoof you know That's great. <laughs> because the campaign was like treat your air conditioning like or your ac system like it's part of the family uh-huh. and, I, and i wanted to put like family portraits with like a little condenser with a little pinwheel oh hat, goodness. a part of <laughs> part of the picture, <laughs> and a, I could go into the later detail. Oh but gosh. I have to convince my parents <laughs> to let me do it. Oh my god! But like it was so fun. And That's funny. Squarespace was so easy to Let's see how creative you can get. Like, and it's it's, it's with Photoshop specifically, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was really easy to use Squarespace for mm-hmm. it. And I just uploaded uploaded the media, and then I I made all of its buttons go back into each other. Mm. So. So any of the any of the like let's chats like anything that's made to actually start a conversation mm-hmm. it all went and funneled into a contact form oh wow like nice. all of it and or at least a number that they could call you uh-huh. know if they didn't want that's to send directing your leads mm-hmm. i see that that's dope and then i had the services like even the services or i even had a page specifically for like specials mm. and it, again it's just funneled over and over again there's only Maybe like four pages, right. like four true pages. Three are linked. One is not, which is the home page. Uh-huh. So it's super simple, so simple. Super simple. And it just goes back into each other. Boom. So no matter what, a person's gonna find themselves on the contact page. Right. Yeah. And awesome. I want them. That's the that's the goal. That's to have them at the contact page. Perfect. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Honestly. But websites aren't that hard. Your websites are really not that hard. Honestly, like you don't really have to, if you think about it too much, you're going to spend more and more time thinking about it than you need to. Like it's really not that hard. Make one and then start really thinking like you're saying the content is the most important part. Um, you're really going to make sure you, you're going to really have to make sure if you want people to find you, um, there's things that you can do immediately and in the long run to make uh your website more findable mm-hmm. um seo yeah seo is a big part of people being able to find your website whatever your industry is there are people that are looking for certain or searching for different things uh through google or bing or any search engine they're using specific keywords that are bringing up results, right? So if you have those keywords in your actual website, uh, if you have like, if you have uh, like, say you're, you know, cat food. (laughs) It's like my favorite reference. Cat food. Pickle pears. Pickle pears. If you have, uh, if you have those items, uh, you know, with specific keywords that are things that people are typing when they search for you, they may not search, you know, where can I find, um, pears that are you know in jars you know or but they might search you know pickled pears uh near me mm-hmm. you know they're specific those that might be the same thing you might be like well that's the same thing it's said differently but that matters you know that's that's what is going to determine where people find you and if you know your best customer is using one phrase over another you're going to want to have that in you know built into your website uh so there's really two types of seo and the first type of SEO, search engine optimization, is on-site SEO. So that's all the words, the keywords that are actually built into your homepage, into whatever uh, you know, whatever pages there are on your website. That's in, that's really important. Uh, there's tags. Every page that you have has a heading, a head tag, and a body, right? So you're gonna have the head tag has to have it's the thing that shows up when somebody searches. So it has to be something relevant. So those those results that you see in Google, you know, mm-hmm. that's what that's what's pinging. Is that headliner, you know, mm-hmm. the head tag. So or the H one H one tag or um, look up more about you know tags so you can understand them a little bit better. But uh, it's, those it's very similar to yeah. hashtags. Yeah, I think exactly. that's a better way of like explaining it. Yeah, exactly. I think most people nowadays will understand hashtags. Yeah, better. it's because <laughs> like true. when I was doing my mom's and dad's mm-hmm. uh, website, mm-hmm. in each page you can actually go and in depth type in what mm-hmm. your you know tags are, your right. headliners, aside from what you know technically what the page is called. Right. And so like you can go in there and it shows you an example. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you ever send a link via text. 
there's usually either an image that pops up mm -hmm. and like a little bit of information. You can dictate what that says. Right. And so that the same thing applies when you look at it on look up that particular thing online too, mm -hmm. which is your tags and that short little description. And then it says dot 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 see more, and that's the link, and that's what directs people to that potential website. Absolutely. So that is uh, you know that's like part of it in like being able to you know put words into like your sentences and your freight, you know, your, your paragraphs, whatever your, the, the actual written content, the written copy that's on your website, put those words in there as well. That's going to help like certain phrases or certain things pop up. Did you just spill? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just get a napkin. <laughs> oh, go, oh, Lord have mercy. I spilled my juice. Spilt the juice. Oh man. So, once you've got all the relevant keywords uh, added to your your website, done all your on-site SEO, uh, and make sure like all of your tags are good as well, you are going to uh, want to start thinking about uh, linking. So there's a few ways to make sure that you're linking properly. You want to have basically the way that the, the Google's search algorithm works in a sense is that it wants to make sure your website is not only relevant, but uh, the information is correct, uh, that people are using it and that it's kind of verified. Like you're, it's, they want to make sure that you're real, you know? Yeah. So the more, like the more real links that are linked to your website. Uh, so say, say I'm an art, uh, I'm a website about, uh, you know, the pickle pears again, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and uh, I am an enthusiast about pickle pears, and I, you know, I, I write, I have a blog. Mm -hmm. If that blog writer uh, has a lot of, uh, even if they don't have a lot of uh, readers, mm -hmm. uh, if they link, you know, post a link to your website, that helps traffic go to your website from their website. So Wait, who do that one again? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So so I say I'm a blogger. You're a blogger. You're a, you're a pickle pear enthusiast. I, Freaking love pickle pears. They love them. And every Friday, I put out a new blog on my website. Absolutely. And I can specifically share the links to those blogs. Mm -hmm. And I can put that on my Insta. Right. And on my Facebook. Yeah, everywhere. And I can put it all over the place. Absolutely. And then people can put it all over the place. Absolutely. That adds verification that my website is real and promotes quote-unquote algorithms. Yes. Yes, it okay. does. Okay. So you can do that for yourself, but it's... Uh, in the long term, it's it's also good to have other people do that for you. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, the pickled pear blogger, and I am the pickled pear service that actually sells the pickled pears, and you're writing an article and you say, "Man, I just tried these pickled pears and they're so damn good," <laughs> and you put the link to my website and you're written inside your article. That's why oh, you'll see okay. like when you read an article and they're That's, constantly putting links to different things. It's third party verification absolutely I, that's exactly what it is what i and i didn't realize because mm -hmm. i know that happens organically right like if i'm a food blogger and you do a food service like if mm -hmm. you have a restaurant right by me writing a blog about maybe the top five restaurants mm -hmm. that i love and you're one of them yes i'm increasing your seo right and right. Yes. And to put it to put it simply, yes. Yes, and that's Absolutely. third party verification as well. It's like and now it's not you talking about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's a person who's known as a you know maybe a well established foodie mm -hmm. is talking about you. Absolutely. So I didn't realize that people actually use this as a service. Mm -hmm. Like websites pop up, call like they're created specifically to do things like this yes that's insane to me yes that's so crazy. there's there's um i guess there's a there's a few terms for it like people that buy people that buy those links right mm -hmm. they'll buy links like that and that's generally referred to as like white hat uh, seo or black hat seo or or whitelist SEO or blacklist SEO. It's like if you're doing it organically, it's generally considered good. If you're doing it in a way that you're buying these links, it's generally considered bad. Okay, so it's like I'm like it's buying followers or growing organic. Absolutely. Followers. Okay. Like and the way that it doesn't there's there's like so many laws now I think that go against that. Yeah, go against that. And honestly, the algorithm doesn't work 
for you anyway. Google's incredibly smart. genius. They're smart. Mm -hmm. So um, none of those, everything now is, is really geared towards real relationships, real content. Um, everything has to be real, verified, and, uh, and quality, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, you'll see, like, a giant website like, like IGN. IGN is, like, one of my favorite websites. IGN.com, gaming, news, movies, all types of stuff. They will do their own internal linking. To, so they'll, like, talk about, they're like, oh, yeah, this game. And then they'll, like, randomly mention some other game. You're like, what does it have to do with an article, this article? But they'll put a link to that you know that uh game or reference or movie and it's still on their website mm. like so it's encouraging people to move around constantly within through the, the within their website and that just increases their relevancy like they are one of the most relevant websites in the world because mm. of the way that they talk about news the way that they build their website it's like feeding a fire exactly yeah. constantly is that why most business like i've noticed i've always wondered that and i guess that could be the reason i might be answering my own question mm -hmm. but like i've seen a lot of businesses put up blogs a part of their website mm -hmm. not because they like to write blogs but because for example if going back to the cat food for example mm -hmm. cat food. so if i if i sell cat food <laughs> and i have a blog piece in my website that talks about maybe one one blog talks about what's what's what not to feed your cat right. or how to tend to a baby kitten mm -hmm. or you know like these different things that relate to what i'm selling because it's cat related right and someone went and googled how to take care of a baby kitten mm -hmm. it goes to my website right i see exactly okay. so so you're you're wanting to increase the chances of that happening yeah. basically and uh yeah it's like gambling yeah it, it's, <laughs> or it's fishing. not it's yeah fishing. it's not yeah i wouldn't say gambling because <laughs> gambling is like you know you're taking a chance that no these things will actually help over yeah. time uh the the it, it's it's just giving you little pieces of information that's why it's really really important that you pay a lot of attention to your analytics mm. uh it's going to give you information as to what's going on when people visit your website which pages are they going to which ones are they staying on the most so, so let's talk about analytics yeah let's talk about bit. that I, mm -hmm. I think we mentioned it even in our first podcast mm -hmm. is more often than not platforms provide their own analytics right so instagram mm -hmm. has its own analytics absolutely facebook has its own analytics mm -hmm. even wordpress does mm -hmm. oh nice yeah, yeah. they have um, like internal analytics and then like google business mm -hmm. has its like i think with google business too you can link it up to your website and then right. it gives you analytics based off of that right so there's so google my business is a little bit different it's it's more of like a it's an information tool which ends up being an seo tool mm. uh so if you you have one thing that is crazy to me is when I see find a business and they don't have their Google My Business page like or Google My Business well, profile. Like Yelp set. comes up instead. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like it like you gotta set that up and it's so easy to set up. Just go look at you know if you're a business owner and you haven't really and most business owners now know they're like yeah you got it like I have to be able to people have to find me on Google mm -hmm. you know um, but sometimes you'll see like a. a, a a profile that hasn't been filled out completely and uh, that hurts your SEO by like by and large this is Google that we're talking about yeah. like they want you to use their platform mm -hmm. like they want you to use it so you got to fill out that my Google my business page that's gonna really help when it comes to SEO um, get some you know even I would I I'm always against encouraging people to give you reviews uh, because oh, like asking for yeah reviews. like asking for reviews because in my opinion, if you shouldn't ask people to talk about you, they should want to talk about you. Mm -hmm. You know, like they should be like, oh my gosh, like check this out, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, do it anyway. You know, do it. Say, hey, like. Or maybe if not you... even like directly asking mm -hmm. for a good review. Right, like, not a good review. Right. But say, hey, it would help if you left a review. Exactly. Absolutely. That's not a bad thing to do. Um, it, it helps, you know. Because the thing is, you want that you want Google to see you as as a, a profile that is being used, mm -hmm. or, or a business that's being used, or active, or active exactly that you are active. So, yeah, honestly, like that's uh, that's one part of it. Um, but yeah, back to analytics is what we were talking about. Analytics is uh, you there, there's a there's a bunch of different platforms that you can use to get a better sense of what's happening. Not all of the plat like websites builders and and uh cmss will will, will give you act like a, a will give you in-depth knowledge of what's happening 
Um, the, the great part is you can get that all pretty much free through Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. Google Analytics is something that you can set up with your website mm -hmm. uh, that allows you, all you have to do is go to set up a Google Analytics account, uh, which if you have a Gmail account, you pretty much already have one. Mm. Uh, and you all you have to do is take the, the code that they give you and put it into your website code. Now that might be, a, you might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking about code here, kid? We're not, I'm not, no. I don't know. I don't know, exactly. But it's really, really easy to figure out. Basically, all you're going to really want to do is put the uh, put the code either in like the body uh, body on your body text on the back end of your website. So mm -hmm. if you're in WordPress, all you have to do is open up your WordPress account, go to where uh, where you have you edit your page content and mm -hmm. you'll see like a little HTML tab. You mm -hmm. click on that. You throw it in the body text uh, at the very bottom, or it might ask you like it might ha actually have a segment, a section under that for specifically for a Google tag to be put. You place the code that's on that's in your Google Analytics account. It'll be all very obvious. Mm -hmm. um, go in there, grab that code, put it in there, save it, and boom! Now your yeah. Google your Google uh, Analytics account is now able to track and monitor different web pages on your website. And, and keep in mind, guys, mm -hmm. I know where this is a podcast. Yeah, sorry. So it's, <laughs> this might be a lot of information, yeah. but, you know, I'm sure there's many, many resources on oh, YouTube yeah. Oh, yeah. that show you step-by-step step how mm -hmm. to do this. Um, another really good analytics tool is like Facebook Pixel. Mm, uh, Pixel. Yeah, putting Perfect. that into your website. It's the same concept that mm -hmm. Damien just explained. Maybe not the installation, but the concept of the fact that mm -hmm. it will track the the relationship between like Facebook and mm -hmm. your website. Right. That's really helpful if you're retail um, because you actually can sync inventory. Mm -hmm. So you can make sales on Facebook and it'll track it on your website. And so like those work in conjunction. Perfect. There's there's numerous other things like that. Yeah, there's so there's so much that you could uh, go into. But like we were talking telling you in the last podcast, pick one thing or two mm -hmm. and just to just use those baby steps baby guys steps, it's like, so important yeah don't Ask go crazy questions research uh you know i mean it's a matter of just googling what you need to know and what you need to find out absolutely if you have a qu yeah oh there perfect. you go yeah I do, I don't <laughs> you can find so many solutions that people just look google just their look. specific problem just like just do that a lot of people just try to do it all at once though and so yeah. they get frustrated um, and I, that's, that's that's the yeah. fault of, I mean, especially if you're a business owner, mm -hmm. even if, if you've been in business for some time, you're just like, I don't have the time to invest a good eight hours in doing right. all of this. Because it, it's very, it's not hard, it's tedious. It's tedious. And that's so, you know, but it takes patience. If that means you have to delegate, you know, two hours a day to go in and change something or add something or mm -hmm. write something out, then, you know, whatever it takes to get this up and running because it's vital. Right, exactly. Super important, especially with the way our economy is pivoting right now. A hundred percent. Better preach. Mm -hmm. So kind of going back to that analogy of a spider web, you know, mm -hmm. like, yes, your platforms are on the edges and the goal is to get people to the website, which is in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's also really important to know that it goes outwards too. Mm -hmm. So making sure that, you know, not only does your social media direct to your website, but that your website has your social media integrated into it, Ooh, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I know there's there's lots of widgets that you can actually throw into your website where you can put in, for example, your Instagram feed mm -hmm. or, um, you know, other other things like your Facebooks and, mm -hmm. and all that other stuff that you can put into it. And maybe that's, because my biggest fault that I know personally with my website is I, I never update it. <laughs> I like I built it, I was so excited, and then I never got around to updating it. No, I feel like and so like that's as a business owner, right? Going back to okay, spending two hours a day trying mm -hmm. to get this website up and going, you know, and then it's built and now some people think they're done. Right. You're never just done. You no. have to update it. Mm -hmm. It's definitely just like another social media because the same way that you're wanting leads to go there kind of going back to you need to have you need to show them that you're still active right exactly yeah putting yeah. up specials on your Ooh. website is so important so for example if you're on instagram and you put up a post that says for a limited time only 15 percent off my pickled pears <laughs> and then they go to your website and nowhere can they find 
the special right. or nowhere like or maybe it's there at checkout but they don't see it on their front page when they see it mm-hmm. then they're going to be less inclined to purchase right exactly they have both of those things have to match up yes and that's like that's all that also goes back to like um like when when you're uh selling things through advertising whatever your advertisement whatever your advertising even looks like even the color scheme mm. you know sometimes it has to be exactly the same mm-hmm. if my if i click on an ad that says you know such and such and such and then you get to uh the landing page and it just looks completely different you might not even look that the content might say exactly what it it is it's like exactly the same but you might be like the heck this is not what i clicked on <laughs> you know you might it, it might be turned off so you you have to make thing make sure things are um succinct with each other yeah cohesive cohesive yes oh, yeah that's a good word. i mean okay. and it's really that's kind of going back to like your brand guidelines mm-hmm. and your brand itself that's mm-hmm. why it makes sense to make everything you know look similar mm-hmm. but the functionality is going to be different right you know i mean it already statistically it's shown that like by clicking on something and it bringing you to a new page mm-hmm. most people freak out and like don't let it load and backtrack right mm-hmm. and so it's like that's already a thing you have to deal with so if they just so happen to stay long enough for that new page to load and it looks completely different than what they were expecting mm-hmm. then you have even less of a chance of turning and converting that lead into a customer on, on that note, mm-hmm. marketing and sales. Hey, so this is where <laughs> this is where the mighty fall <laughs> and the yes. great rise to fame. <laughs> so that was that was weird. That was nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but basically, yeah, uh, marketing and sales. You know, they're two things you really can't do without the other. Um, and you shouldn't do without the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and together, they are like rocket fuel and will boost your business to uh, great heights. Right. So like on that note, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of pull this like all together, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you perhaps you had an e-commerce business, right? right? And that's specifically how you sold stuff was people ordering online. Mm-hmm. A lot of people and a lot of, you know, faults of business owners who build their website think that, oh, now that my website is up, I don't need to do anything with it anymore. Right. Meaning, and most often what that means is, yeah, they'll, they'll put in time to, you know, create a few assets and put it on their social, but that's the extent of their sales. Mm-hmm. The build it and they will come mentality. <laughs> yes, and that's never, <laughs> never how it the, works. Never the case, yeah. And so, like, I've seen a lot of, you know, businesses who have great products, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I have a beautiful website, right. and they just, all they want to do is fill orders. Right. That's never, that's not how it works. Mm-mm-mm. Like, there's a reason why sales and marketing coexist together. Yes. And so the important of that, the importance of this and what I'm trying to get to is that you know, yes, you need a website. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need social. Mm-hmm. But you also need to be, you know, proactive in closing these sales mm-hmm. or looking for alternatives to just the e-commerce. Mm-hmm. You know, distribution and, you know, wholesale contracts are really big if you're e-commerce. Mm-hmm. If you're a service, you know, like traditional marketing is a really big thing that you should do as well. Right. And so it goes back to that balance between online and traditional marketing right you have to make sure that you're accommodating for both mm-hmm. because that's going to be where your sales and marketing meet as well absolutely and i think when people hear like they're like oh my gosh so i have to figure out my sales i have to figure out my marketing i have to figure out my website and i have to link all these things together <laughs> oh i gotta like do my <laughs> seo and analytics oh my gosh breathe <laughs> <laughs> calm down calm down first of all what are you doing this business for what are you think back to why you started this right think back to uh what is the 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 problem that you're trying to solve and that's really what you have to have you have to be figuring out with all this you don't have a sales process just to have a sales process you don't have a marketing uh process just to you know do marketing these are things that you put in place because they are the solution to someone's problem Mm -hmm. if someone is having a problem getting the service that you provide or the product that you provide, the sales and marketing is just the solution to that. It's just making it easier for them. So figure out how to make things easier and have a a higher quality experience for your customer. That's pretty much it. Like if you're trying to sell something, the customer is your top priority. Like 
they have they got to be happy they got to be so happy that they do your marketing for you exactly that they tell everyone that they put a review on your google uh google business there you or go. your facebook absolutely or share your post on their instagram That's it. it goes back to word of mouth yes exactly everything you'll find out soon that everything <laughs> goes back to word of mouth for those of you who only are i mean it's only a podcast his eyebrow was doing a weird joke. <laughs> jumpy thingy while he did that (laughs) yeah so honestly like that's really that's what it is at the end of the day is like figuring out you know what you can do for your people like who are you trying to reach with this and that i think that that will simplify everything for you it really that will will make everything easier you know And, and, and in your brain you'll be like Okay, well, I only have to use the only the things that solve my customers' problems are the things that I implement into my business. That's it. Nothing else. If it's not solving my customers' problem, if it's not making them happier, if it's not making them want to tell more people about me, if it's not making them enjoy my service or product more, then don't use it. Don't pay for it. Don't even look at it. You know, use something else. Do something that it's going to help. You know, mm-hmm. help both you. Help you help them. Help you help them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you lost me there. Oh Probably lost everybody. But it's, but it's true. You know, I mean, I think, you know, us as creatives mm-hmm. and anyone as an intra- entrepreneur tends to get lost in that kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, what can I do that's best for my business? Right. But it truly goes to who your audience is, who, mm-hmm. your, who your buyers are, who your customers are, and making right. sure they're happy. Right. Because that's, I mean, you have to go back to the roots. Mm-hmm. Why did you start Why'd you start this business to begin with? Absolutely. Um, yeah, like I, I would say um, you're like, okay, well, great. How do I do that? Um, start, start doing some research. Um, I would say one of the most essential things for any business, sales training. Sales training. You think, I don't want to learn how to sell no you absolutely should you Mm -hmm. should learn how to sell you should it and selling is ethical selling is completely ethical and you have to do it in the most ethical way you have to do it in a way that just helps your customer get what they need you know when people hear sales they get scared they're like man you're gonna be like one of those uh people at the mall that runs up to me and starts yeah starts spraying cologne all over (laughs) me suffocating my children you know like no they're asking to clean my shoes (laughs) right exactly no 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 you know like people you know you should have a mentality that people want your product they want it already or they need it you know and uh you're just you're just helping them you you need people to eat the amazing food that you have because you know it's going to make them feel better about life you need them to wear you know the clothes that you have because it's going to make them feel great in their skin you know or you know what if you're selling you know uh, even if you're even if you're uh, selling motivational, I don't know, plaques, mm. you know, that's something that brightens somebody's day. And you have to think of it as selling is the most ethical thing that you could possibly do to get people to improve people's lives. You know, don't do it in a sleazy way, please do it in the best way. And there's yeah. there's so many resources out there mm-hmm. for those of you guys who don't feel comfortable. Because me myself, like mm-hmm. I I love starting the conversations in mm-hmm. sales, and right. like as a freelancer, I've had to do a lot of that by myself. Mm-hmm. And I always have the problem of asking for the clothes. Mm. I it's just so hard for me to do because I'm just so. like I'm just like I don't want to ask them for money, but mm-hmm. I can't start this without the money. Right, exactly. So it's like there's um, there's yeah, lots of yes i felt that in my soul for real but it's real Mm -hmm. it is and so we have to you know face get out of our comfort zone there's Mm -hmm. uh numerous books that so many sales books so many sales and marketing books are like gosh oh there's a book that i actually want to recommend it's uh it's called word of mouth marketing (laughs) is it really it's literally called word of mouth marketing it is by uh a guy named andy he runs a uh um he wouldn't call it a marketing agency. What would you um, call it? Uh, he, I think he, I don't know what exactly what they call it, but they don't call it a marketing agency. It's called Gas Pedal. It's in Austin. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like everybody and the everybody at the the office wears like these uh, mechanic shirts, and the office looks so dope. I went there one time with um, uh, like a, a digital marketing apprenticeship that I was a part of, uh, and it was just super cool. So you should definitely look it up. It's called Word of Mouth Marketing. Look that up, read it. It has a it basically ties into the the 
the mentalities, a lot of the mentalities that we actually use right here uh, at the down market, like we do these things. And I think that's why we get along so well, to be honest. We do these things naturally. We really put people first and we put their experience first above anything, like above our own happiness sometimes. No, (laughs) and I completely agree with that. Like, Uh I mean, there's there's a few times where, uh, I mean, again, like I I freelance a lot. I do a lot of work for the down market and other agencies. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, my biggest concern is how happy the client is. Mm -hmm. You know, making sure I'm trying, being as communicative as possible. And every so often, I'll get ahead of myself. (laughs) And I'm just more excited about producing the work than Mm -hmm. I am about making sure my client is happy. Mm. And that's, it's honestly a selfish way of doing business. Mm. It's like I was way more excited about the final product and being able to add that to my portfolio Ah. then is this what my client wants and i'm sure a lot of creatives and freelancers will do the mm -hmm. same they've experienced the same absolutely and then they you know create this beautiful product and they give it to their client and then suddenly the client's saying well, can you change this? Right. Or like, I don't like change this. this. And you're like preposterous. It's beautiful, <laughs> but it it really goes yeah. back to you. Got to drop your ego about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you have to make sure you're doing everything for the intention of the client. Does that mean you need to completely bend over backwards and yeah, change like, your entire business model? No, no, <laughs> no, no. There's and this is another book that I want to recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the ones that was recommended to me and that's why I'm recommending it but I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to be reading it next it's called Never Split the Difference Ooh. by Chris Watts it's not even from a business perspective this person is an actual like uh, like the the person that's given the phone when there's like a hostage situation oh my god yeah so like he it's it goes back to just human behavior and the concept of is this fair you know and it, uh-huh. and he concentrates on the word fair a lot um, and how, I mean, reading it, like I said, it's more for life experiences, but a lot of things in life can be applied to business. Gotcha. And I think that's where most of successful entrepreneurs come from mm-hmm. is either they're really big, and we've talked about this mm-hmm. before, on psychology, yep. human behavior, mm-hmm. mindset. Uh, right. They're selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're also, you know, just hyper aware of. Ooh, of, that's a big one. Yes. That's they have a big to be one. aware of everything that goes into right. running awareness the actual is business. Key. <laughs> So it's like, there's, like I said, there's tons of books. There's so much more that I just can't remember at the top of my head. Right. And we, yeah, we could fill this, this with strategies and all types of different things. But I think the, the most important part, and I think we could both agree on is like the mentality that you go into it with it. Mm -hmm. If you, if you go into it with the right mentality, you will find the answers that you need for every situation. And like, we've, we've proven that over and over again within ourselves, within our own lives, like your mentality and your attitude really makes the difference when it comes to anything that you want to do. Mm-hmm. It could be your sales process. It could be building a website. It could be, your you know, marketing strategy. Market, yeah, absolutely. Anything. So, yeah, think that first and then start asking the relevant questions with the right attitude, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's people first. People first. It's always been. Always. And it always will be. Or it should, always should be. Yes. Unless the robots take over. <laughs> and then we're all screwed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ah, the singularity commences. (laughs) I think that was a lot of information. I think we definitely, you know, dived into, you know, some of the more complicated things that I feel comes Mm -hmm. into running a business and Mm -hmm. having your digital marketing where it needs to be and keeping in mind traditional marketing. Sales is so huge. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad we were able to touch base on that. I wish we could do more of it. Yeah. But... Sales is very much particular to people mm-hmm. and not just business. Right. It's exactly. def- like don't ever try to yes, there's a lot of resources, but the same way that we recommend trying mm-hmm. one or two things at first, yeah. you'll find a sales process or sales approach is mm-hmm. a better word that best works for you that you feel comfortable doing. And I it, love it. it wouldn't be very efficient for us to just go through all right. of them <laughs> See, that's the, that's the information they're not going to tell you they're gonna be like use this strategy use this strategy when honestly your strategy has to be specific to you and your people yes and most, most importantly what you feel comfortable with yeah absolutely you know sometimes you just got to build it you know you got to build it from scratch mm-hmm. but that takes you know like you're saying it takes trying yeah so, yeah you know. trial and error experience you know it, there's 
definitely like failure is a thing but mm -hmm. failure isn't failure it, it's just a learning lesson it hey, is yes hey, <laughs> hey, hey. that's something else they won't tell you <laughs> as we're just trying to give you guys as much resources as we can um try not to be a podcast that just offers fluff we're yeah. trying to actually give stuff that matters yeah so on that note um we're pretty much wrapping up yeah our our next podcast um i feel is gonna be again another layer mm -hmm. it's gonna be our fourth mm -hmm. this is our third yeah, fourth podcast it's gonna be our fourth and yeah. i only planned on this series or at least underwater to be five episodes so we're almost done with it oh my god almost done with we it we have to do something else i know <laughs> <laughs> but our next podcast, I really want to concentrate on how to build a community. Right. You know, and not only that, but how to stay organized. Mm -hmm. So we've given you guys information on, you know, social platforms to use, uh, how to build your website, you know, the balance between online to traditional marketing to sales, all these resources and apps that you can use. Mm -hmm. So now that you have all that on the table, what are next steps for that? Right, exactly. Um, you're going to have to figure out how to stay organized and how to build your community. Exactly. And these those honestly go hand in hand. Absolutely. Because the as a you're already concentrating on so much right mm -hmm. now. Al already. Absolutely. So the the easier and faster that you can stay organized, mm -hmm. the more time and efforts you can put onto next steps. Absolutely. And building a community is by far another super important element mm -hmm. to running a business because although you do have to focus on your brand awareness at your first step, mm -hmm. you have to start going into your brand preference and then ultimately loyalty. Right. That's where you get your reoccurring customers, your reoccurring clients, because you followed all of these steps to make sure they're happy, they love what you're doing, they support your cause, mm -hmm. and want to continue to support you. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the nail right on that. So. Pop, pop. <laughs> oh, <God>. So, <laughs> definitely stay tuned. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to these so far. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Completely. And we'll try to get, you know, this podcast on, on more platforms that are easily streamed. But on that note, we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Till sure then, guys. Yeah. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs>